0: Listeners supported KFUO, the messenger of good news. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation with Pastor Warren Worth from Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold. Good afternoon, Pastor Worth. Good afternoon, Gary. What's on your mind for our segment today? Well, today I would like to reflect upon the Old Testament lesson that was appointed, if you use a three-year lectionary, it was appointed for... Uh, The baptism of our Lord, we observed that on Sunday, January 10th, uh, and the Old Testament lesson was Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, which, if you'll allow me to, I'll just go ahead and read that right now, it's a brief. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And so maybe we can reflect a little bit on the meaning of that, particularly showing its importance in first article of Creed and third article of the Apostles' Creed, uh, understandings of, of the Christian faith. Let's start with the third article, because really that's how it's being used in the liturgy uh, for the Sunday that we observe as the baptism of our Lord. The Gospel for that day, of course, was from Mark chapter 1, and is the account of uh, Jesus being baptized by John in the Jordan River. And, and you might say, well, why would a uh, lectionary committee pair Genesis chapter 1 with Mark chapter 1, the baptism of our Lord and the creation. Well, stop and think about it. You've got water, you've got the Holy Spirit, and you've got the Word of God. And so in the beginning, you know, uh, God spoke and there was light, uh, and the light was separated from the darkness there in the beginning of creation as the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And so at the baptism of our Lord, you have the Holy Spirit, descending in bodily form as a dove, and anointing Jesus on that day when he was baptized by John in the Jordan River. God the Father says to Jesus, you are my beloved Son, at whom I am well pleased. And so we see Jesus entering upon his full messianic work there as our prophet, priest, and king to to redeem us. And he goes ultimately from the Jordan River to Jerusalem, bearing our sins, uh, going to the cross to take our sins away, so that now you and I, who are baptized into Christ, receive the forgiveness of our sins, receive the gift of everlasting life uh, by grace through faith in Jesus, the Son of God, who loved us and gave Himself for us. So that's kind of the importance there as you think about the Spirit of God that in the beginning uh, was there at creation and, and called forth light. So also in the thought of what God does in baptism, you know, that He brings us out of darkness into his marvelous light as the Holy Spirit works through the gospel, and baptism is gospel, God working in us with his grace, forgiving our sins, creating faith, and so forth. So that's a a wonderful third article connection there. But let's back up also and consider the more obvious first article, uh, creation uh, importance here of of Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, and of course all the rest that follows. You know, part of that actually came uh, out uh, last, not last summer, but the year before that, in the year 2019, we had a synodical convention in Tampa, Florida, and a synod and convention passed a resolution that I think is really an important resolution. It was 5-09A, to confess the biblical six-day creation, to encourage pastoral conferences to study our synod's statements on creation, and to help congregations concertedly address issues related to the intersections of faith and science. So you can see that's a really important uh, topic that we like to address here every Tuesday uh, as we have the opportunity to do so. Now, the resolution is longer than we have time for right now, but let me cut to the chase. In convention, we acknowledged that um, God created the world in six natural days, and we confess that in the duration of those natural days, it's proclaiming God's Word, there was evening and there was morning the first day, which we just read from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5. And of course, it gets repeated with each of the days of creation. There was evening and morning day 2, evening and morning day 3, and so forth as you go through the six days of creation. And... You know, in a day and age when sometimes people want to bring in millions and billions of years and try to see if you can find a way to squeeze that into the Bible, it really doesn't work. So I'm so thankful that our church body reaffirmed with an overwhelming majority and voting on this resolution that we do believe that these days are natural days. That is, as we experience them now, a cycle of light and darkness. That's how we experience a day now, a cycle of light and darkness. When on the fourth day of creation, God created the sun and the moon and the stars, their apparent motions from the standpoint of somebody standing on the surface of planet Earth correspond with the cycle of light and darkness put in place already on day one. When we get to Exodus chapter 20, and the Lord gives a commandment about honoring the Sabbath day, you know, God says that he created the heavens and the earth and all that they contain in six days and rested on the seventh day, so man is to work on six days and rest on the seventh day. So again, you see that God's own interpretation of what he says in Genesis is given there in Exodus, and that we should understand these days as natural days, a cycle of light and darkness, as we experience a day. We should not try to interpret them in a figurative way in order to get away from the idea of uh, the short period of time that is implied there. Again, we want to be on guard against any false teaching in our churches, schools, colleges, seminaries, anywhere, our universities and so forth, where people would try to bring in millions and billions of years, which is, honestly, it's only there because people want to try to accommodate the theory of evolution. But if we are clear in what the Bible teaches, we realize God created everything in six days by His Word, the universe has been here from the time of creation to the present, is short. It's not millions and billions of years. According to the biblical chronology, it would be about 6,000 years And even if one goes through some fancy footwork here, you can't really make it much longer than that. And we don't need to. That's the point. We don't need to. God's Word is accurate, and what it teaches about creation and the time we've been here is fully trustworthy. And again, the same Holy Spirit who came to you in your baptism and brought you to faith in Jesus uh, brings you to faith that His entire Word from Genesis 1 to the last words of Revelation of John are all true and correct, you know. Jesus affirmed what Moses wrote. The apostles affirmed what Moses wrote. We have no reason to doubt what Moses wrote in Genesis about creation, the fall into sin, the flood of Noah's day, and it all leads up to Christ, who was baptized for us, and as our Savior went to the cross to take away our sins, rose from the dead on the third day, and gives us that gift of forgiveness and eternal life. That's uh, the work of the Holy Spirit, working in us to believe what God says. Can you lead us in a prayer? Surely, I'd be happy to do so. Let us pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for all that you've done for us. You created us, gave us our bodies and souls and all things, and you still preserve that. And also, Lord, you sent your Son, Jesus, to be our Savior, who died for us and rose again, that we might have the gift of eternal life. And your Holy Spirit in holy baptism brought us to faith in Christ, washed away our sins, and made us children of the Heavenly Father, heirs of everlasting life keep us, O oh Lord, in the true faith always guard us against all false teaching and grant that we may believe your word and trust in your promises through Jesus Christ our Lord in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much Pastor Worth. You are welcome. We are the messenger of good news worldwide at kfuo.org.